the masters of creating unique modern wedding celebrations and unforgettable private event production based in Greenville, South Carolina. From interviews with event pros, wedding recaps, and content from our team, it's the Uptown Entertainment Podcast. Welcome to the Uptown Entertainment Podcast. Um, This is Justin Reed sitting here with the folks from Woodside Bistro and Woodside Bistro Catering. This is Woodside Bistro and Catering. There you go. That that too. Um, That's Austin McGroarty across the table from me there. Um, Hope as well with us and Ken, the other brains behind the operation here with us today. So um, I'm going to hop right in. Recently, we worked with you guys. Lindsay and Joe's wedding was like a month or so ago. It was a wedding that pushback was going to be 200 people. Then was going to be 110 people. And then ended up being 30 people. <laughs> so is what it is. Times in which we live. Um, yeah. And that's the first time I've gotten to work with you guys in that setting. We've been to Woodside. I've had the delicious burger. What day's burger day? No, you came on the one year anniversary. That's right. Ah, that was it. That was it. Um, and so that's the only time I've had your food there, but I've never had it catering wise. And um, where are you guys located? Just for those who might not know. One, one. No, not all at <laughs> once, everybody. <laughs> it's uh, 1112 Woodside Avenue. Okay, cool. And is that what, what mill district is that called? Do we know? It's uh, Parker, but Parker it's right? Well, yeah. City View, technically. Okay, cool. So. Um, and you guys opened it's almost two years in May. Yep. Is it really May in two years? Yep. Bro. Time flies. No kidding. So at this wedding, you guys had, what all did we have? It was lobster tail. It was like steak medallions. I'm not going to do this justice because you guys are the pros and I'm just good <laughs> at eating it. Um, and what was what I think else? You may have got a crab cake. There were oh my oh, yeah, oh I know I got cake. a crab cake because crab cakes are one of those things I love to eat. Crab cakes are one of those things that you can easily totally screw up. Either it's kind of mushy or it's either overdone. It's a little tough. Or there's no crab in it. There's <laughs> <laughs> that. Or it's like fi- <laughs> or it's like fishy. You know, it has kind of a little too much. I'm not a huge fish guy, but I do love uh, good crab cakes, and so. No, all the food was ridiculously good, and um, like so much so, and I, I hit up Austin after the fact, or, I mean, I was motivated enough to go on Google and leave a review. Oh, Absolutely. dude, hang wow. on. I'm leaving out the biggest part of this. I'm leaving out the biggest part. The mac and cheese. Mm-hmm. There good. it is. That's, the Gouda mac and cheese. Oh, my God. It'll change your life. That Gouda mac, it did. I mean, I left a, <laughs> I left a Google review about it. Um, and um, so I, I just messaged you guys. And I was like, man, it was... Seriously, that's some of, if not the best wedding food I have literally ever had. And if you, I know this is an audio podcast, but if you look at me, I like to eat. It was not my first time eating at a wedding. Um, you were in black, it's slimming. Yeah, <laughs> secrets out. And um, so with that food, dude, I was just like super turned on what you guys are doing. And it comes from the restaurant. So let's, let's take a couple of steps back. Uh, Ken and Austin, you started Woodside. So almost what, two years ago? Uh, we started the catering company first and easily. Okay. That's right. Yeah. And then, uh, maybe we were still working full-time jobs. So how long have you guys been doing the catering thing? Even as the side business? Four years. Four years. Okay. Four years. Gotcha. 
So from that, and then that's right. You guys got the restaurant there, um, Woodside Bistro, which if you haven't checked that out, totally cut myself somehow. Uh, <laughs> if you haven't checked that out, it is just killer. Um, so let's tell me how you, how'd you guys connect? How'd you guys meet four years ago? So uh, I was, we were working at the Whistle Stop in Traveler's Rest. So uh, was, he was the executive chef. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> we was working equals I was running this place. Yeah. It's something like that, same thing. But uh, yeah, so Austin started working with me and like just killed it from the beginning. Like one of the people that I could actually count on, you know, doing service, you know, because we were getting our butts kicked every day. So me and him kind of, you know, clicked up and he was DJing on the side. He would come back and tell me how how bad the food was at each wedding, you know, kind of <laughs> right. sparked the idea of, you know, well, we can do this for ourselves then, you know what I'm saying? Like, so I think we got, you know, throughout the years started putting a menu together slowly and, you know, just, you know, hang out all the time, drink some cocktails, talk about food. <laughs> Speaking of cocktails, we are enjoying some delicious bourbon around the table here while we do this. So if you hear glass clinking, that's, hey. We, we are uh, in food and Bev and entertainment, and that's how we roll. <laughs> that's what it's all about. Um, so, Ken, how'd you get your start in culinary? Like, pre-Whistle Stop, like, how'd you get into all this? Because you um, guys are ridiculously talented, so we're definitely. I appreciate that. Um, just, it was, I just always worked in the kitchen. You know, once I started in the kitchen, I realized that uh, you could eat if you worked in the kitchen. So, <laughs> you, didn't have to, you didn't have to buy your lunch. So, I was like, hey, might as well start running with it. And, you know, worked in a few kitchens where, you know, fast food kind of stuff like that. And then got my first break at the Cliffs where I was actually in like a commercial kitchen. Which so, one do you work at? Uh, Cliffs of Valley. And then yeah. I worked at uh, Cliffs of Kiwi. Okay. How long do you work at the Cliffs altogether? Uh, like 10 years. Oh, my God. Yeah. Okay. Wow. Yeah. Moved up, you know, started as a line cook and uh, moved up to sous chef and, you know, just wrote it out. Very cool. So how'd you meet this dude? He came in looking for a job at the Whistle Stop. <laughs> <laughs> Tried to quit on his first day. <laughs> <laughs> we'll save that story for later so austin how'd you get your culinary start uh pretty much i just tell people fast food to fine dining because you used to dj like i so austin and i full disclosure Austin, i've known each other for a long time since he was a punk teenager <laughs> oh yeah um those were the good years <laughs> so we met back then and you were a dj and that's obviously what we do um but then you were getting more and more into food and that was pretty obviously that, that was like your passion yeah, and where no, you were going. DJing was always, for me, it was a means to an end. Um, huh? I didn't have that motivation to want to just get to the level that, you know, a lot of the good people in Greenville, you know, you have quite a few talented people within your company. I didn't have aspirations to get that. I knew I could show up, do a great job, and at the sure. end of the night, they're going to be happy. I was happy with that. But, uh, no, the entire time, I'd always been cooking. I'd been working somewhere. You know, Ken remembers, uh, hey, Ken, I forgot to tell you, Saturday, I got to leave at two. Uh, By the way. I got this thing. And, you know, graciously every time he's like, yeah, man, you got to go do your thing, feed your family. So, but uh, yeah, and did all that. And then, you know, kind of the whole Ken and I had, I remember, I vividly remember the night that it happened. We were kind of talking all about this as I first started the whistle stop and we were talking about how we could just combine all these services and try to figure out, you know, how to, how to maximize. Um, but yeah, so I left that and, you know, worked at halls and they were like, they didn't give me what they wanted. And then I threatened to leave 
And they were like, oh, whoa, 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 hold up. No, how about we'll, we'll send you to Charleston and work at one of these restaurants, give you the position. Oh, wow. Told them no. Next day they called again. They were like, hey, you know, uh, kind of make an offer for what you would like to get paid. And from it, it, I remember that vividly. I was like, if these people value me that much, then I should value myself. And so I called Ken. I'm pretty sure I was like, hey, man, we got to make something happen. <laughs> and there you have it. Yeah. That's every, every good invention solves a problem, right? So, and especially as an entrepreneur, as a solopreneur, that kind of thing, it's <clears throat> you work for somebody, you're making the money, you're doing all the stuff, you're doing all the things. Yep. And then you go, oh, wait, you know, and it's not for everybody. As y'all obviously very well know, especially going down the road of where you're going now, it's really freaking hard. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it is really... Ken, I'm so jealous of your voice. I'm going to turn you down a little bit. I'm going to pop you down. There we go. Um, no, nah, yeah, if it was easy, everybody would do it, man. You know, like. So many people try. Yeah. And, like, just being in the wedding industry, like, we've seen, you know, a lot of people come and go. Certainly have your mainstays. And that also should tell you, you know, if I'm uh, shopping for a caterer, that should tell you something that's been longevity. Um, but so many people come and go because it isn't. If it were all about the money, you'd probably do something different. Oh, yeah, definitely. <laughs> so, um, <laughs> being stocks or uh, insurance or something. <laughs> but when it comes to doing the thing you love to do every day, and it is not always a blast, but um, getting to do that is. It far outweighs yes. making somebody else money. You yes. got it. No, it makes it easier in the morning where you don't have to yep. fight yourself to get out of bed. It's like I don't never wake up and say, oh, I got to go to the bistro today. You know, it's always a new mm -hmm. and exciting day because I enjoy what I do. You know, it's not it's not a job anymore. You know? Dude, I'm very much because we're you know, we're here at our uptown office and it's like coming here doesn't feel like work. We had a um, we did a video shoot with a company because everything's virtual now for the next little while. And we were in this place. Awesome people, but everybody's sitting in cubicles. And I was like, I am in the right. I am doing what I'm meant to be right. doing because no, I would that kill myself. Was, if I was sitting in a cubicle all day, bro. That yeah. that that kind of lifestyle or the showing up at nine and clocking out at five and sitting in this boring. Nope, can't do it. Um. No. So, um. So yeah, hundred percent. There's that. So then, over here. So uh, we're gonna rename this the Two Deep Voice Guys <laughs> and Weird Laugh Podcast <laughs> um, because. No, it's not weird. Uh, but so Hope is with us. Hope, tell me what you Hope do. Hope Moody. Yeah, Hope Moody. What do you do with these two guys? They're the cooking She experts. does everything else. <laughs> I guess try to keep them straight. Fair enough. Well, as much as you can do. We're, so, only, we're only getting positive press, so she's doing a great job. <laughs> well, I mean, you guys have an awesome product so and service. So whatever you're doing is, is happening. Hey, dude. I left a Google review. That should yeah, tell you that something. That says a lot. So, that says a lot. I said, Uptown Entertainment mm. Review, and I was like, oh, what did we do wrong? <laughs> no, dude, nothing. <laughs> and then I, it, no, and it, I, you know, we all collectively talked about it and was, we were very impressed that you went out of your way to do that. You don't have, dude, to, it's people people, don't have to do that. You don't, but, you know, um, especially in the last year, doing what you guys have done, doing what we do is tough. When events are closed and, and all this stuff. Can't so, let people into your restaurant. Yeah, so I am a huge supporter of people in our industry that I believe in what they do. And as soon as I, you know, um, already, you know, obviously like you guys and like what you do, but having that food, I was like, oh, 
This for our clients is what they need. We have so much. I'll, I'll tread lightly. There's <laughs> there's some food that's forgettable. Uh, yes. Some things and some things at weddings. There's wedding entertainment that's forgettable. I'm sure mm. weddings I did a long time ago are probably pretty forgettable. <laughs> in all fairness. So to have something that you're, like that was a Saturday. The Sunday after, I was like, "Dang, I really wish I had a to-go box of that mac and cheese." Right. Like, <laughs> I mean, I really was jonesing for it. So, um, no, nah, that's what we try to. So go it's all for. about support. Yeah. Like, you know, with the especially during a wedding, people talk about the dress and the food. You know, like so, we want to make entertainment sure. too, Ken. Entertainment. Yeah, no, they talk, <laughs> oh yeah, they talk to you guys first. But yeah, they, <laughs> they will let you know if this chicken was dry. Mm-hmm. You know. Well, sure. I mean, I've had enough like leather glove chicken sandwiches right. in, at a wedding in my life that no, that's been sitting around for probably three hours. Yeah, in some box. Yeah, yeah. Day. that's our. Well, I mean, that's our biggest. I don't know if you remember seeing ken in the u-haul because it was yeah. freezing cold outside it was a little chilly that day. he's got a, a grill in there and we're we're pre- preparing this stuff you know on site we do a lot of things fresh to prep but uh, you know yeah. proteins and stuff like that i mean they're getting made on site so you can have it as fresh as possible you know it's not bled out it's it's still juicy what does bled out mean dry Okay, I, dude, I'm not a cook. Yeah, I, like, well, if you yeah. get a steak, if you get a steak and it's it's, Hockey it's gray puck? on the inside, well, all oh. the juices bled out. Yeah. Okay. All right. Cool. Sorry, I'm trying to I'm trying to understand. <laughs> um, so you touched on something that I, I would love to talk about. Being a year in business, not even, and you can't have people in your restaurant. <laughs> How does that go? Huh. <laughs> uh, so that was a thing. Pivot. That was, pivot. That was, that was a <laughs> thing. That was a thing. <laughs> Um, now luckily for us, like having the catering background, so we had, we had the flat top, we got a portable fryer. Like there was a few days where we went to different neighborhoods and set up at their clubhouse and kind of, we were able to do like our, our menu there where they could pick it up, you know, call the day before. So we just had to, I mean, we just had to keep finding new ways to re reinvent ourselves. You know, we couldn't close the doors. That wasn't the option. You know, so it was like, okay, well let's lean on the things that we've been doing and how do we get it to the people if they can't come to us? No, it was, uh, you know, she did a great job who was working with us prior and she would be on the Facebook community groups. Hey, and she would notice, hey, uh, we're looking for a food truck. Well, we don't have a food truck, but we can bring a tent, a grill and all that. They would do pre, we'd be in a cul-de-sac, you know, and we would make even a little bit more than a a typical uh, lunch service or a dinner service in a cul-de-sac. Now it's a lot more work for us. Sure. But we had to keep the doors open. We, yeah. There was never a second where we looked at each other and were like, well. Guess this is it. Pack it up. <laughs> yeah, yeah, no. So back, did you. Back to that insurance thing. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, Canada Allstate. <laughs> did you, um, did you guys have a part where like you were, were you doing food like curbside pickup or were you yeah, just going. pre-order. To, okay. And if they went, there was a walk up and we had the, if we, you know, we kind of stuck to the prep for the pre-order, they would put their order in beforehand and they would come and we would have a square system. They'd pay for it and they'd oh, nice. go to the house. But the same thing, we'd have the flat top out there and everything was warm. So we're not like pre-boxing things, showing up and then passing it out. Like there was a system, Hey, we got so, so, and so, and so picking up at six, six o'clock. So we would be ready and that would be hot and ready to go. And then the next four people are coming at six thirty. So like, I mean, we had a reservation system for a cul-de-sac. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I think a lot has changed in the last 12 months, man. It's uh, 
the way the riding the wave through everything and not going to restaurants and all of that. So the thing that I think um, is really telling of, of you guys and, you know, I'll, I'm always wanting to admit if I'm wrong or, or if I thought about something. So you guys, you know, where the restaurant is located was a daring move. Definitely. Nothing. Nah, the first was time there. I saw it, I was like, uh, "So, what are we doing here? <laughs> what are we doing? What Driving are we fast." Um, no. I said, "Hey, Ken, uh, I went ahead and put a, a promissory <laughs> note down on this this building. I think what, you'll like what it." What you think? Because <laughs> yeah, it's 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 in the Woodside community, you know, a developing, um, and you guys can certainly speak to it better than I can. But um, a developing a developing part of Greenville, and. Not a lot of people would have taken that chance. A lot of people would go, oh, like, let's just move it to Woodruff Road where every other thing is because we know that'll work. Um, so you guys took a chance on a community, and I think the community has, you know, um, can speak to this. Yeah, You like, guys have a ton of support from the people around you mm-hmm. because it's just there's no restaurant anywhere near you guys. No, uh, there's no other reason to go down to Woodside unless you're coming to check us out and get your car worked on. So. Mm-hmm. <laughs> There is a rim shop right right down the way there. Um, so, you know, you guys, at least from the outside looking in, you guys have had a ton of people around what you do, support what you do. And that tells you you did something right. No, nah, definitely. And um, just a few, you know, our pay it forward program, like we did uh, coat drives, um, just to try to make sure that, you know, people in the community know that we were there trying to support them. You know, it wasn't just, you know, oh, we're here now, we're trying to push everybody out. It was like, you know, how can we help? You know, so we started the Pay It Forward program where, you know, customers come in and they can buy a meal ticket and, you know, somebody that needs it that day can come and get a, you know, a cheeseburger, you know, have a free lunch that day that was provided for a customer that came in and we're just the facilitator for it. But I think <laughs> some of those things are, are ways to help in the community when, you know, you want to make sure that everybody's – got to look out for people next to you. You know, you got to try to take care of your neighbors. So um, that was just one of the biggest things that we try to do is just make sure that we're being, you know, positive people in our community. Heck, yeah. And that's when you go through a time of not being able to open the doors, then that comes back, you know, around. So you said you put down a promissory note on a place and go, I hope you like it. What, do you, what was the thing that made you think that it was a good idea? He's crazy. He's crazy. <laughs> well, I know that. I've known him for a long time. But literally, like, what made you see that and go, "Oh yeah, this is this is the future of our livelihood." Uh, I, I'm gonna borrow a word from our new partner, uh, uh, serendipitous. <laughs> Fair enough. Yeah. So after a few cocktails one night, and so our lease is coming up on our new spot or on our old spot. Okay. And uh, I'm on offer up you know, looking at stuff and this, uh, a piece of something popped up, went and looked at it. It wasn't going to be a kitchen. I'm just <laughs> like, I need to start looking and introducing myself. So, uh, he was like, yeah, well, this ain't for you. Let me go introduce you to somebody else. And, uh, so he was a developer that d- did a lot of work in, uh, the village. And so he showed me what is currently the coastal crust space. And so I walked in immediately and I was like, oh, we can't afford this. <laughs> gotcha, yeah. Uh, yeah, no, it needs a lot of build out. No, we can't afford this. So he was like, all right, well, I got, I got one more spot. Can you, will you jump on my truck and go check it out? I'm like, yeah, of course. So pulls up and immediately I was like, all right, this is it. This is it. We can do something here. You know, 
knowing the area a little bit, but not that much. Uh, I know it's a, it's some would perceive as rough. I just think it's eclectic. Um, and so, yeah, uh, I was like, all right. He was like, well, if you put down $500, I'll hold it until you figure out, you know, what you want to do. What and I was like, all right. Well, so you can look. break the news to everyone else. <laughs> so I wrote him a check <laughs> and, uh, you know, it, it, it went from there and it got us to where we are and where we're going. Um, but I don't, I don't think, you know, I, the wonderful thing about Ken is he, if I make a decision without consulting with him first, in my mind, I'm saying, what would Ken think about this? So I've never made a, a move that I wouldn't consider like my partner agreeing with. Yeah, because it's a marriage of sorts, right? You've got another person that's relying 100% on the decisions you make, vice versa. Um, but I'm like, hey, Ken, here's a dilapidated building. You want to build a restaurant? <laughs> <laughs> so you talked about where things are going. Uh, so you guys have been in your space there for going on two years coming up and then, so I'll let you guys talk to, I don't want to like, I don't want to say too much. Tell us where we're going. Where's Woodside Bistro? Where's, where does that growth take us in 2021? Uh, we're just moving right down the street. So, uh, the Woodside mill at one point in time, I think it was construction in 1902. I could be wrong. Um, sounds good. It's over hundred it years old. Right. It's historic. Sounds great. Should have just ran with it. But at one point in time, it was the largest cotton producing dyeing. Oh, wow. Uh, uh, in the United States of America. Um, so it's huge. It's it's pretty much the biggest mill for sure in Greenville. I can't speak for the rest of South Carolina, but um, so they're putting in 307 uh, apartments within the mill uh they're very cool it's it's a modern industrial vibe motif situation um and there's a building adjacent from it it's about 2200 square feet about double our footprint where we're currently at and so we've signed a lease there and Heck yeah yeah it's gonna be uh it's gonna be pretty cool we're gonna have uh well, we currently don't have alcohol but uh there's gonna be a very um craft cocktail centric vibe at the bar it's going to be i'm there yeah it's going to be like you, you've said enough elevated casual for lunch cool. um you know we're talking a little bit more fine white tablecloth at dinner uh but we're going to keep lunch as approachable as it is currently where we're at uh our, kind our, of building from the same menu that you guys use now we want yeah. the same customers that visit us now that we know by name yeah yeah to still show up because we're going to greet them by name. Cause you guys have that lunch counter feel now. So there's those stools mm. that are like built in and you pull up, uh, you know, you pull up right there to the bar and it is just a very, it is to some degree a walk into a different time, yep. which is so charming, uh, with certain things. So, um, being able to carry that, that to a feel. new place. Yeah. yeah. That's, that's cool. So still you guys have service for lunch and oh, then, dude. Yeah. So indoor, any other, like, tell me about mm -hmm. the, the layout of things. Yeah, so it'll have a, what, 40-something 40, 40 seat patio area that'll be heated and cooled depending on the season. So I think, you know, just the way the direction things are going, people want to sit outside more, so having that ability. You know, I sat outside more 
just because, you know, everybody's afraid of sitting inside. <laughs> and um, I found that I really enjoyed it more than I thought. So right. just one of those things I'm like, I'll, I will do, especially now that yeah, it's, it's nice. 72 degrees outside yes. today. Heck yeah. No, it's a good day to sit outside and eat, you know, so. Yeah. Having, so that pretty much doubles, you know, our, nice. our size right now. So, I mean, it's just you know, a huge opportunity for us, you know. Just, you know, we're coming from where we're at right now to be able to serve that many more people, you know, and just being able to touch that many more people, give them that Gouda mac and cheese, you know. Bro, changing lives, one Gouda mac and cheese one at a time. One play at a time, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, well, that's awesome. So, bar, I'm there. That sounds awesome. And then delicious food, too. Heck, yeah. Yeah, I'll touch on it. Uh, I think he's, he's cool with that. Uh, but so we're our investing partner that's coming in. He had already been searching. Not for hope, if anybody was curious. Yeah. It's not hope. <laughs> not she does make a good uh, seasonal cocktail for our brunch <laughs> menu. But um, so, yeah, uh, Jared of uh, Southern Libations is coming in as an investing partner. Oh, he, heck yeah. He had been kind of looking for a uh, brick and mortar already. Mm. And we've had a really good relationship over the past couple of years and presented him that idea. And he's, yeah. he's, he's on board. And so the bar is going to be there. Yeah pretty cool i'm not you know i'm not a big gloater so nah, i think yeah be, we've we've had conversations where we got to step our food up because the bar program is mm-hmm. gonna be that good so. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> he's, you know, he's gonna motivate us a little bit yeah <laughs> that's awesome though i mean there's nothing over there like it guys nah especially know. and so there's 307 apartment dwelling places right there attached so yeah man no, and I think that's, a, that's the good thing of ridiculous. what we were talking about is keeping the counter service, uh, maybe doing like a continental breakfast, uh, brunch mm. on Sunday, and then the dinner service. But it's almost, you know, you're it's the same building, but you're getting three different dining experiences. So we can kind of capture, cool. you know, it's not going to be the same thing every time when you come for lunch as it is for dinner. You know, or brunch is going to be a different atmosphere. So because we want to try to capture those people that live there as much as possible having like a little grocery program or grab and go kind of thing, you know, just to make it more easier for them. You know, they're more of an amenity for the people that live there, not just a restaurant. And I think the one thing that we've always uh, tried to push is it's, it's going to be approachable, you know, even if this is your one place that you're going to come for a date night each month, it's still approach approachable for you with the budget that you set. Cause you know, some people, even myself, you know, I live within a tight budget. So when the wife and I go out, like I know where we're going to go and I know I'm going to spend a little bit of money, but I do it once a month and it's worth going there. But I think that we're going to be a little bit more approachable with exquisite food. And now and drinks. people can budget for their dinner and for their toiletry needs. They can get toilet paper and all that in one stop. Right? That's a really cool idea. Like you said that. And I was like, that's. Yeah, as a Ken Frazier idea. A great idea. Well, Ken, we well already, done, sir. We had already talked about the grab and go, and then we were we were having a meeting. Uh, we normally try to do a, a weekly, you know, mem- team member meeting, and uh, I was having a separate conversation, and I overheard him talking to Jared about that situation. <laughs> I, I was like, yeah, I'm done with your I conversation. Need, I need I to go to this one. Now. I was like, because this. This, this is a great idea. Yeah. So, yeah, kudos to him. Yeah, man. Because it's, um, Ken said the word serve many times. And I know that's literal in food service. And then it's also a different type of a servant heart on taking a community. It's not just how much money can we make on a a profit margin on food, which certainly 
Gotta that's do the, that. That's the business Gotta part. Gotta do that. <laughs> but serving the people in the community around you and, and really impacting their lives is, uh, is, is a higher calling almost than what you're doing. It's just a, it's a benefit of being able to, to be there and do all that. So that's. No, I'll take a quote. Uh, I, I didn't come up with that. I was listening to a podcast and the guy is a restaurateur and he says, you know, I'm not a restaurant guy or he's not, I'm not a restaurant person. He's like, I'm a people person. Yep. He's like, what my, what my brand and what my operation does is one thing, but at the end of the day it is the, the personal experience that each of your clients or customers are going to get. It doesn't matter. Yes, you have to serve a good product, but you have to remember that this is the person that is paying your bills. So they have to get treated with the utmost respect when they leave the door, even if they had a bad appetizer, you know, we figure out how to fix that. Yep. And when they leave the door, they're still happy. They're going to hit you with a five-star review. And because of how you handled a situation, even though it wasn't the, you know, a messed up food, because you had that. It's all about how people respond. So yeah, I've been to the restaurant before and been like blown away with how they overcame a mess up and then also left ultimately disappointed because they messed something up and, didn't care or at least that's the way it appeared yeah um i mean that's now, us we've, and we've had that from the catering aspect too you know me and hope <laughs> me and hope <laughs> had to do a wedding where you know i pretty much forgot the whole menu and uh you know i wasn't we, doing my job at that point oh yeah she wasn't doing she wasn't keeping you guys straight at that she point disclaimer <laughs> she was not wedding director at that point <laughs> not my job. but just the way she handled it you know she kept everybody she kept the people you know made sure that they were still happy. You know, they were obviously upset, but they 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 left that wedding still being happy with the event, happy with us and our service. You know, it was just, you know. And I did have to cut a, chuck, a check. Uh, but she was like, listen, they did, because I wasn't on site on that one. She was like, they did a great job. She was like, there was some miscommunication going on. She was like, if you can recoup this. Right then I'm totally cool. She's like, I'm not going to give you a negative review. She was like, when they were there, they were doing above and beyond the call of duty. There was just miscommunication and I'll take fault for that. You know, it was more than like mistakes happen. Yeah. But at the end of the day, there was never a negative review. Um, it, whether she refers us or not, that's a different question. <laughs> well, but yeah. well, but like, they left happy. Well, yeah. Like I said about my you know wedding at 10 years ago, wasn't so special as you get down this road. You get better processes get better you figure things out how do we you know ken how do we make sure that we have the food that we need how do we <laughs> check some balances on that situation right so yeah it's all about you know and that's why hope does what she does and that's, <laughs> that's hope is here um, her excel file is extravagant <laughs> man so that um I'm just happy to see, you know, uh, I've known, like I said, I've known you, Austin, for a long time. And, and Ken, certainly, every time I see Ken, I feel like I'm like, hey, dude, and like running because we're in the middle yeah, of we're something. Always, we're always, it's, it's passing. Um, yeah. I feel the love, though. Ken's kicking it. into the back of a U-Haul, <laughs> flipping some. Uh, flipping crab cakes. <laughs> crab cakes, thank you. <laughs> like salmon patties, not salmon patties. Um, some crab cakes. I'm like, yo, what's up, man? Hey, what's up? Uh, so, just getting these wires. Got to go. Just, <laughs> it smells uh, good, though. <laughs> just happy to see you guys killing it, man. That's um, in the personal event space. And that's, I mean, from the, the week after I spoke with a bride and she goes, do you have any re you know recommendations for catering? And I was like, yes, I do. I got the, 
Yeah, I refer two options, the two that I believe in, and you guys took one out and parked your butts right in the... Sounds like a Christmas present coming, isn't it? <laughs> I like bourbon if you weren't aware of that, Ken. Um, no, it's... it's Hope, write that on the list. <laughs> Put that in the spreadsheet. But truly, you know, that's... We want our clients to have the best experience, and that's... Yes, we're the DJ. But like you guys know, when you're in that conversation and you're talking to somebody, you have a lot of influence on certain things or the piece like what I say with the wedding is the pieces I touch, I can control the success of them. So that's the, if that's on the wedding day, I'm, I'm working with the photographer, you know, one-on-one communicating with them, making sure they got everything going on that I'm doing so that they can give them the best photos. Well, the same thing here is when somebody goes, Hey, what about so-and-so, um, you know, I'm never going to trash anybody. But I will also be like, they're good, but these guys, guys. have you had the Gouda Mac and Cheese? (laughs) Hashtag Gouda Mac and Cheese. Not sponsored. Hashtag not a sponsor yet. The Gouda Mac and Cheese. Um, Yet. Yet. But um, because ultimately that's, we want our people to have the best. uh, I agree. You should. I'm not in the business of taking away business for people. Trashing them is just, it's just not cool. No, everybody's got, that's the thing too, man. You know, everybody that comes into events has a budget, has their, their own individual tastes and all that. So at 18 years old, for me, this, my favorite steak was the bourbon street steak at Applebee's. Applebee's baby. <laughs> <laughs> and that last week. Yeah, right. But so, but so. <laughs> <laughs> Sirloin. <laughs> so, <laughs> But as, you know, as I've had better steaks in my life, I realized that's not, dude, I'd still straight nom on one right now. But that's not like the best steak that's ever out there. And at one point in time, I was like, this is the best thing ever. Well, there's uh, a difference so, between paying thirteen ninety nine, having a good time, but there's a difference between paying for the filet. Mm-hmm. You you're know, get, you're going to get what you expect. I use the steak, a steak uh, metaphor a lot because I'm like, because some people come to us and the same thing with you guys, right? It's going to be, well, this person charges this and then mm-hmm. you charge this. I'm like, okay. So mm-hmm. Applebee's charges $10 for a bourbon street steak on the little cast iron skillet thing. Cool. Or you go to a halls, you mentioned halls earlier and they charge 50 plus dollars for a steak. Okay. Both are called steak. Both are dinner. Essentially they're the same, but what all surrounds that? Well, you know, at halls, we have the person playing music. That costs money. And that adds to my experience. All of the different things that go in the experience and that training and all of those things that go in of having guys, because, I mean, you guys came from places that hire people, those, you know, jobs. And um, you're paying for all the stuff that goes into that. So you're paying for, you know, with Woodside Catering, you're, you're getting Ken's knowledge and Austin's knowledge and Hope's keeping them all straight all <laughs> into one thing. Um and so that's that's universal. Depending on no matter what venue or no, whatever you're going at is, is you're not booking a DJ. You're, you're not, not booking book, a caterer. You're not booking a caterer. You're not booking a photographer. You're you're paying for an experience. Yep. And oh, and I had an experience that night. Like I'm telling you, bro, I had <laughs> an experience. Hashtag not Gouda Mac and Cheese sponsored. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, because but uh, but that's true. Like first off, you don't see that that kind of food at weddings a lot anyway. Um, but then to have it on such a high level, because I think what people fail 
and I don't cook well. I can grill. That's where I'm at, Ken. Hey, that's where hey, you got to start somewhere. So yeah, I can burn can it long enough on each side, <laughs> stick a thermometer and go, that's right, and pull it off. That's, that's hey, that's a cookout. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So, um, so I, you know, I think people, can you threw me off, man? I love that. Um, you can't listen to him, man. You can't listen to him. I know, man. He just took me down the road. Um, but with, you know, it's with food at, uh, at weddings. You well, know, it, I think that's coming from, you know, just the quality you were talking about, just the elevated quality of the food. that, mm-hmm. And I think it, it definitely helps. Like one of our goals when we started was to try to bring the, a re- the restaurant atmosphere to the catering event, you know? So, you know, instead of having everything sitting in a hot box all day, all right, well, let's grill the vegetables before they go on the plate. You know, how would we do this in a restaurant setting? And try to convey that as much as possible. You remind me what you're going to say. I think people fail the f- fact that I can cook two steaks at my house and they'll be good because I can do them. But cooking in mass quantity for a group of people is a whole nother animal um, because it's still, like you said, they just throw a bunch of steaks in a box. It's, it's, it's a heated thing. And, oh, by the way, they're cooking, overcooking <laughs> mm-hmm. as time goes on. <laughs> right. So to do that at that high level that I experienced with you guys was just like, oh, like that's different because a lot of times things aren't spot on and everything I had that night was spot on. There was not like, man, I wish, you know what I wish? I wish it wouldn't have been in a styrofoam box. And that's because I'm a vendor and that's what we hope. hope hold me back. No, but that's what, no, I, I, I'm not, I'm not hating no, on y'all. It's that's what vendors eat out of. We would have loved. We fair enough. We searched fair high enough. and low. Hey, I see the faces, the looks I'm getting. I know how this thing works. What I'm saying is, is I eat out of a box. I, we eat about out of a box every weekend at a wedding, so it's not like that's not foreign. But it was so. It wasn't the plan. That's it was, not the experience I we want. For understand. You, no, so I'm not hating on y'all. My point yeah. being, it was that good that it should, have been, it should like, have been. Like I was plate. like, man, that is like. 100. The chicken sandwich and the potato chips. Yeah, they go in the box. Right. Eh, whatever. Yeah. Well, and that's another thing. We don't charge for vendor meals. Yes. Can we? Can we can we go down this road for a minute? Yeah, yeah, let's do it. Let's, okay. okay, you let's don't crack the door. Well, go ahead so and kick it I'll, down. I'll, I'll, kicking it down. Here <laughs> we go. I think some people in our industry do vendor meals to make more money. I don't think it's a convenience thing. I think it's a make more money thing. Definitely. But they put it in the. Hang on, we need more drinks, Adam. If you'll, uh, <laughs> uh, I'll take this, please. Thank you. Um, here you go. Hang on. T- brief, pi- brief pause. Um, I think they do it to make money. Mm-hmm. Because I don't think there's anything. If you have a, and I'm probably going to piss some people off here, but that's cool. It's Maybe right. you change the way you're doing it because I think this mm-hmm. is important. You're paying for, hope you're, you're getting married and you've planned your wedding and you're getting, um, you're hiring, a bu- you get a buffet. I would not. Oh, but let's let's play play the game, Hope. Play the, play the game. game. So you're getting a buffet, okay? And then there's food left over, because inevitably there's extra food, almost always. Mm-hmm. Would you agree to that, Hope? Extra food. Was is there normally food left over? Oh yeah, I like to eat. Yes, there is food. <laughs> Thank you. Ken. Thanks for hands on the <laughs> wavelength. Here we go. So there's always food left over, mm-hmm. but yet then to make it quote unquote easier. Here's your vendor meal. Yeah, which is a sandwich that. In a lot of cases, it's not the same. Mm-hmm. 
It's not even Duke quality. Like it's. Well, as a vendor, <laughs> it's for me. It's like, and I, I and I ultimately, I don't think it reflects on the couple. I think they just don't know. No, yeah. I don't think that conversation ever happens. A lot of times, it just happens. I, I heard drinks uh, yeah, opening, and, and then closed. nothing's here. Doors <laughs> <laughs> are closed over there. So, oh my guy, thank you. Who's is what? Oh, Adam Sconyers, ladies and gentlemen, the real MVP of this uh, podcast <laughs> with the drink delivery. I hope someone brought cash. <laughs> <laughs> so, I think it's about making money. I've never understood how that. So, y'all tell me, how is that more convenient? As a guy that's cooking the food in quantity, then you're mm. making something different and having to order something different. And how does that make sense? If I want to touch on it first, dude. Kick the doors down. The Let's doors go. Down. Yeah, it's the off the hinges. Uh, if I want to touch on it first, like you're just you're doing yourself a disservice. Mm-hmm. Who's doing themselves a disservice? The catering. person, the caterer that's doing hundred percent boxed. This is not what the client Do is tell. serving. You're doing yourself a disservice because just like you gave us you already told a mm-hmm. five star review on Google and you booked us a wet the person you referred us to yeah. booked with us yeah. at a very It was a good uh, one. It was mm-hmm. a good one. Fair enough. It was a good one. <laughs> if I would have gave you a chicken sandwich, would you have done that? In return. Because it's awful. No, absolutely not. Exactly. So what? Well, if you, it, and you if got it was a chicken a, sandwich with Gouda mac and cheese yeah, all over maybe, it, mine have gotten me in. But no. Yeah, maybe ultimately, a star, no, yeah. it was just. But you got steak and lobster. Yeah, dude. Well, and you got well, you got to you got to experience what the our client got that night. And so, our client is not getting charged more for vendors. Not. Right. We know that, hey, you got to have a little bit extra because you never know. There's no telling. So that little bit of extra. And let's get real. You baked it into the cost. I get it. I know how business works. And we still send the bride and groom home with to-go boxes. Mm -hmm. So everybody is winning. And it's an easier decision for the couple. And I'll give a shout Because they're not going, wait, how many ones do we, what what is this? I'll give a shout out to Kendra Martin. Yeah. Mm -hmm. The last two post that she did about us she said you know well the last post she said two weeks in a row i've gotten woodside bistro and it's been above and beyond yeah she has quite a following like that's why why would you give you a chicken wrap i don't know man because I, I eat like a seven-year-old i don't like a chicken wrap so i'm just out on that and it's not for me so uh well no I, when you go and you have a client that asks you 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 can give a legitimate referral because you've had it you know? yes it's not just the chicken sandwich smoke. was a little dry, but I'm sure the <laughs> but I'm yeah, sure the real people food great was great. <laughs> the real people, the, the big kids, I had to sit at the kitty table. <laughs> the, the Lay's potato chips were spot on. Yeah, they weren't stale or anything. They were fresh. Bag was sealed. Yeah, I mean, but plenty, so plenty of air in it. <laughs> <laughs> the truth is, that you're like we're laughing because it's so. I mean, and it's, I can go that truth. side because of oh, my DJ experience. Yeah, you've like, felt that from the other side. So Which yeah, is probably partly why you do it the way you do it. That's why I always report back to Ken. Like, Ken, you wouldn't believe not only what they were serving the guests. <laughs> yeah. Like, but what, what not, I, <laughs> this is what I got, but this is what they serve the guests. Mm. And it, it, you might as well just gave them all chicken sandwiches. As a person <laughs> who works on a lot of referrals, I've never understood why you would give somebody else something different. Why would, dude, and let's get something straight. I am not there at a wedding to eat. That is not why somebody hires me. But to you're get. also there for eight to 10 hours a day. Yes. But if we're there for a long time, I, you know, I, I like to eat. So it is, 
and it is a it's a thing where you know i think it reflects on clients too that they want to take care of their vendors we have great relationships with those people so they don't even know that the 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 vendors are getting less than Mm-mm. You know, in a lot of those cases, I think it's just something that's baked in. Oh, so and so many vendor meals. They go perfect. They're going to have that. And you're still paying $18 per vendor for a chicken sandwich and Lay's potato chips. Yes. So So, at the end of the day, the client is, they might as well just get a Chick-fil-A platter. I I ain't going to lie, homie. They would throw throw me some barbecue sauce in there on that Polynesian I'd be happy and I'm all over that more so than the chicken wrap and the, in the client box. would come out cheaper than charging yep. for the vendor meal and um I like Chick-fil-A Doesn't I don't it? like the other thing hope you're very I can tell the look on your face here you have something to say when it comes to this tell me what's up go for it hope <laughs> it's just overrated what's overrated oh gosh let's not step on toes we're not naming names here or anything. We're just, I do this podcast for a lot of different reasons to improve our industry is one of them and our industry as far as wedding in general. Mm-hmm. Um, and you know, if somebody listened to this and goes, wait, I do it that way. And then we've laid out a hundred percent why this, why? why that sucks and why this is great. Um, so what's overrated? I think they've lost touch with the experience, but they haven't because they still keep in mind their Google reviews. But they're not losing touch with the experience to that point just enough so that they're... You're talking about the client Google review, not the yes, vendor. Yes, not the vendor, just the client. So they don't... The first time I ever Google reviewed somebody's food from a wedding. Just saying. Just saying. Absolutely. So, they just, I get it. It's not... It's not a full circle situation. They're they're coming out. They're trying to build up a product, which is not anything. It's a box lunch. We do the box lunches on Tuesdays. We know how much it costs to make it. Sure. Then they're charging that, so that's an upcharge. There's no experience to it. They don't care about the vendors. It's not. They, they've just lost touch with the whole celebration of it. They're celebrating this couple. They're celebrating their day. It's just... It's the focus is on them at that point. Well, yeah, hope you like providing the extra experience. And oh I think, yeah, I'm I think across over. the board, it definitely comes through. Each time we do an event, we're trying to personalize it for these people, mm-hmm. and hope, hope does a great job with that. You know, she makes sure, sure I know who everybody's name is. <laughs> all dietary restrictions. She's got a dossier with pictures. Yeah, pictures, and, and like, Have you met for them? real? Oh yeah, <laughs> I need that. I'm getting old, man. <laughs> I'm getting old. But no, but that's but that but that's her going above and beyond to make sure that we're exceeding the expectation on that day. And I think what she's trying to say is some other companies don't take the same care. I gotta say, I gotta say it, Ken. I gotta say it, Ken. So this is the one thing Ken told me very early on when we met. And so now I'm pretty much stealing it from my story. Because <laughs> it sounds it sounds better. Hey, never let the truth get in the way of a good story, dude. 100%. It sounds better that I it's it's what motivated me from what Ken told me. Uh, so him working at the cliffs, okay. you know, he had his tenure there and I think, I don't know. Oh, first, I can go here. Do you want me to, I'll, I'll take this one. Their vendor meals. No, 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 no. Then I'll back out of that. bear trap. It'll, it'll encapsulate everything that we're talking about currently. Got it. Um, 
so whoever it was, whether I don't know if he first started or if he got promoted or whatever, mm-hmm. may have been his first day, first week. But some, but one of the head chefs came to him and said, "Hey, you know, the Cliffs is based on real estate. Like, you know, we're bringing people in here, trying to give them experience because they might buy a one point five million dollar plot and they're going to put a house dirt. here." Yeah. So what he told Ken is, he's like, "Listen." I don't care if you're cooking a filet mignon or if you're cooking a cheeseburger. He was like, that could be a million dollar cheeseburger. Mm. That could have been them talking to the real estate agents and the lease, uh, whatever the, the companies that are involved. Sure. They're sitting down. Mm-hmm. This guy wants to order a burger. All right, that's a darn good burger. Cool. Let's go draft some paperwork up. Like the experience that you give to anybody that you don't know face to face and you know sometimes we don't see the vendors sure we don't, we don't know who they are or what they represent or whether they're going to talk about us or not but we have to if if the client's getting a cheeseburger the vendor has to get that same cheeseburger because that mm-hmm. could be a ten thousand dollar event mm-hmm. that they could push towards us so that's one of the things that i took from him early on and adapted that because it, it, it is as simplistic as it is it just makes so much sense I don't know about y'all, but uh, my stomach is the way to my heart. That's how that's how things work there, and that's a thousand percent true. Like when I think of memories, or you think of holidays and those things mm-hmm. that, because all right, we're in the family friends business here. Like that's really what this is about. And if you think of those awesome experiences that you share with those people you love, food is a major component in that. In a lot of cases, at least it is for me. I don't know. Maybe I'm, maybe I'm just speaking. <laughs> now you're speaking for everybody. Now yeah. you're speaking for everybody. <laughs> but, uh, so being that component of it, that core component, I remember, um, we had guests at our wedding that they mentioned specifically. That's the best food I've had at a wedding. Like Andrew, uh, uh, that used to on uptown, like he goes, man, I've never had, a, I've eaten at a lot of weddings. I've never had a steak that good. It's like, good was, we spent a lot of time, picking that out and, and trying to make sure because we realized that food is that important to an overall experience. So man, I see we're coming up on time here. Um, excited to see what you guys have going on here in the next several months over at the new place. I got to come by the old place one more time before you move it, move it <laughs> on out. Um, yeah. Give us a follow. Yeah. I'm saying if you're listening to this, give us a follow Woodside. Where can they find Bistro you on Instagram? Mm-hmm. What's that beast on Facebook? We're not Twitter folks, but maybe one day. It's Greenville. Twitter, yeah. Twitter's not a thing. <laughs> Where are we? We're tossing around a, a Woodside Clubhouse. I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. <laughs> we'll talk <laughs> all things good food one night. Um, yeah, go. Uh, but ultimately, go taste the food. Go have that good mac and cheese and go leave that five-star review for these guys because I can tell you. Smash that subscribe button. Smash that subscribe yeah. button. They certainly earned it from me. Um, Austin Hope Ken. Thank you, guys. I appreciate you, man. Thank you. Thank you, you, sir. It is the Uptown Entertainment Podcast. Check us out, uptownentertainment.com. We're on Spotify and iTunes. Make sure you're following us there as well. Thank you for listening to the Uptown Entertainment Podcast. Follow us on Instagram and subscribe to the podcast on Spotify or Apple Podcasts.